We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for June 24th, 2019. And today, a lot more breaking current events that we're going to be dealing with. I'm going to start out today with just some very brief updates on the World War III Iranian situation. Because, again, if that goes hot, and it's going to, in the, most likely the very new, near future, according to every single thing I'm seeing, and according to every single plan that the Illuminati has had planned out since the 1800s. This is the last domino piece that needs to fall in order to get us into World War III, which is what's going to get us most likely into the tribulation period under Antichrist and false prophets. So quick, uh, not even five minute update here, just to kind of surmise a lot of the things that have went on here in the last week. I'm Kerry Kinsey and here are your uncensored news headlines. President Trump says he aborted a military strike on Iran because it could have killed 150 people. He says that would have been a disproportionate response to Tehran's downing of an unmanned U.S. surveillance drone. Yahira Jaquez has more. U.S. President Donald Trump on Friday confirmed that he had canceled an attack on Iran just 10 minutes before the strike, after learning 150 people would be killed. The president wrote on Twitter that the U.S. was, quote, cocked and loaded to retaliate, but said he reversed course after learning how many people would die, saying it was disproportionate to Iran's downing of an unmanned U.S. surveillance drone on Thursday. On Friday, Iranian state television showed what it said were retrieved sections of the drone. In the tweets, Trump also said that he was in no hurry to confront Tehran, striking a similar tone to the day before. And I think probably Iran made a mistake. I would imagine it was a general or somebody that made a mistake in shooting that drone down. It was over international waters, clearly over international waters, but we didn't have a man or woman in the drone. We had nobody in the drone. It would have made a big difference, let me tell you. would have made a big, big difference. The drone's destruction comes after a spate of attacks on oil tankers in the Gulf that the U.S. blames on Iran, exacerbating tensions in the region. Earlier Friday, Iranian officials told Reuters that Tehran had received a message from President Trump warning that a U.S. attack was imminent. Using neighboring Oman as a back channel, one official told Reuters that in his message, Trump said he was against war and wanted talks on a range of issues. Iran's Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei has the last say on all state matters. Remember, as I went over last week in depth with the Brookings Institute, what they've said, what they're in the stage of doing right now is portraying Iran as the aggressor, the boogeyman. We've given them 900 chances and they just keep doing this type of thing. Even though it says in the Brookings Institute on how do we bring Iran to war, we have to constantly provoke and provoke and provoke and blame and blame and blame until, you know, there's finally enough and it, it doesn't even matter if Iran never retaliates until there's finally enough public sentiment where the world says, yeah, what choice do we got? We've given them all these chances. We've been the good guy all along. We've never been the bad guy. We've never done anything wrong, which is how America's portrayed. 
and we got no choice we got to go to war they finally stepped over there's going to be some type of probably very large false flag at the very end like the probably the um like i had said one of the most likely scenarios is the um nuclear attack or some type of major nuclear attack where they're going to sink an aircraft carrier like a u.s aircraft carrier uh, probably like in the straight straight of hormuz area that could be a possible way i'm not saying it's the only way but that's one of the things that's been i've seen a lot bantered around regarding how are they going to actually get us in but see what they're doing right now is they're in that process of building this case pompeo even said that he was listing off i, I saw him speaking the other day and he was listing off all these atrocities that iran's just done in the last few months and none of which they have any real concrete proof on and none of which iran would have any real reason to do it's only shutting down their shipping lanes they can't ship their goods they're having all these sanctions imposed on them why would they want that I, there, there's no reason in the world where they and again i've made that case in the last two to three weeks why it would be insane for them to do these attacks but it would if we're if israel and i mean synagogue of satan um and america and saudi arabia want to get us into world war three they're going to concoct every single thing you can imagine in order to get us there and that's where we're at right now and the reason trump is in no hurry is number one we're in that process where we're still building a case from a global perspective there's got to be enough public sentiment to say oh yeah guys you know you've done everything you can do from a world perspective the 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 world um the people in the world and particularly in america are convinced enough at that point where we've got no choice the good way much like world war ii when pearl harbor was attacked there was no public sentiment had obviously shifted in one night enough to the point where we got to go to war we've got to deal with this and that's where they're getting us right now but now see the reason they don't want to do that right now is because they don't have enough of their assets pre-positioned yet that takes months and months and months and this is why we've seen the whole um report on it's probably going to be in october because by at that point we'll have enough of our assets already pre-positioned in the middle east where we can actually carry out a world war three campaign the right way so from my perspective that's how i'm viewing all of this i'm viewing a lot of what we're seeing right now is theater okay this is all the stuff the window dressing leading us up into actually getting us into world war three uh, this is how i'm viewing it and and again listen to last week's study if, if you're not understanding or, or not believing that concept because i think we made a very very good case with the brookings institute and what they said they Iran's the last domino that's got to fall. What that General Wesley um, that heard that after 9/11, Iran was the last one, and we're right here on the cusp of it, and that's what's going to actually get us into World War III. So, um, just as an overview, I wanted to add that in. And has ruled out any talks with Washington while Tehran is under sanctions. Meanwhile, Israel is still pushing for a harsh military response with government security officials openly complaining in their country's media that the lack of a decisive U.S. response will only embolden the Islamic Republic. A number of mainstream media outlets here in the U.S. have also picked up on that message from Fox News to MSNBC. Check this out. 
I think by not doing something, he is doing something. There are consequences for non-action, and there's consequences for action. In the Middle East, a non-action is looked at in many cases as weakness. And the one, the one quote... That now, they realize that, that, that and again, these, these are, are devil puppets, okay, in the mainstream media. I don't care, Fox, whatever. Uh, and they're goading, they're trying to do everything they can do to shame and goad Trump into doing this now i do believe it's all scripted and, and i think that's all part of the part of the plan here but he's been heavily pressured even by mainstream media which a lot of times it just depends who's in office if they're if they're pro-war if they're not pro-war it it just depends on if it's republican democrat that type of stuff and in, in in that particular case but i believe they've all been given this script in the mainstream media to say no we've got it we got to do this with iran now understanding that they in i believe they fully understand this but that will get us into world war three very quickly because russia is most likely going to side with iran china is most likely going to side with iran this is going to escalate very quickly it could go nuclear very quickly and i'm going to prove all that today all the things about russia and it going nuclear very quickly and i mean nuclear on both sides we will look at that today. And again, it it's not like it's this trivial matter. This is World War III, what we're looking at here. It's not going to be like Iraq or Afghanistan or any other Libya or any other of these places that we've been in, dominoes that America had to conquer in the synagogue of Satan with them. And I don't mean I'm not throwing all of Israel under the bus. I'm saying the, the Rothschild Illuminati factions of... of um, the political hierarchy in Israel is what I'm in reference to there. Um, this could go hot very easily, very quickly, but I don't think they're ready yet because they don't have enough assets prepositioned and they haven't made a good enough case. They haven't demonized Iran enough in the news cycle and for long enough in order to get us there. Now, I could be wrong. We could be there next week. Maybe they accelerate the timetable. I don't know. All of this is in God's hands. Is how I look at it. Because he's ultimately the one that, you know, will permit these things to happen or not permit them to happen. And if they had their way, we would have been in World War III a long time ago. I'm convinced of that. So, ultimately, the Lord Jesus Christ is the one in control. It just sticks out with me. And Tom remembered, and it still holds up today. Thomas Jefferson to John Adams. He said, if you don't punish the first insult, more are sure to follow. See, and what we've seen is we didn't punish the first insult, and more are to follow. You're right. The president likes to project unpredictability. He thinks that's his signature card. But whether it's tariffs or whether these, these called-off strikes on Iran, it is predictable. He hesitates and he withdraws at the last minute. There's, there's, there's fear in him. And the Iranians are expert calculators in the, uh, when it comes to figuring out the fear that's in their enemies. I think they've got this guy's number. Please. But the head of Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps Air Force claims they showed restraint too. Brigadier General Emir Ali Haji Zayda says there was a P-8A Poseidon surveillance aircraft like this one very near the drone when it was down. He says the plane had nearly three dozen Americans aboard, but his forces refrained from shooting it down because they were only interested in sending a warning to what he called the American terrorists. And if they really wanted World War III, why don't they just shoot the plane down and say, let the chips fall? But they didn't do that. Forces. 
In the midst of all this, India has dispatched its own task force of warships to the Persian Gulf and the Gulf of Oman. The flotilla's mission will be to provide security for Indian flag tankers and cargo ships transiting the global hotspot following multiple attacks on commercial vessels. Okay, so continuing on, uh, and again, these are kind of like bullet point things. We're just going to be hitting real quickly. Uh, Trump ordered the attack, then he pulled back. With Russia's most modern warship now in the Caribbean Sea. And the Middle East heating up to a fever pitch. Vladimir Putin hints one wrong move and the end is nigh. With President Trump warning that Iran has made a very big mistake following Iran admitting to shooting down a U.S. drone. I just watched a report on that. Those drones are, they're big. I mean, they're they're large. They're not like the average drone you'd think. Between $100 million and $120 million per drone. I mean, can you imagine how much good that money could do if they actually just implemented it on America? I mean, on border security, on feeding the homeless, on pushing back against all the wickedness. But no, the money is being used to actually increase wickedness. And on things like this, where, you know, we're trying to get us into World War Three, and they shoot down one of our... It's just... It's unbelievable. Um... So, following Iran admitting to shooting down a U.S. drone, hinting to Americans that we'd soon find out if military action will be taken against them. Russians, President Vladimir Putin has himself warned uh, that war would have catastrophic consequences. Something that every American now reading this should think about, especially with Russia's most modern warships and their escorts now having entered the Caribbean Sea. So, they're in the Caribbean. I've heard that they're... Uh, if they're not in Cuba or they're going to be near Cuba because they would have, you know, communist ally there. Uh, the world may be heading towards conflict within the next 10 days with Sen Senator Lindsey Graham urging President Trump to take out Iran's Navy and bomb their oil refineries. If there are any more attacks upon American interests, which there hasn't been any, we've just been false flagging it all the way, as we've shown you and proven. Also claiming his red line is more disruptions of the shipping lanes in the vital Strait of Hormuz. Iran warns that they are ready for war despite claiming they had no intentions of war with any particular country. And then the next report, massive misdirection now ongoing on Iran. Expert warns that Iran has probably had nukes for well over 10 years and Barack Obama was woefully deceived or part of the plan. Well, again, this is all part of a script I believe that they're following. Back on June 14th, and this is uh, on this pipeline, we published the story entitled, As the Middle East Heats Up to the Boiling Point, Expert Warns Terror Attacks by Iranian Sleeper Cells Embedded Across America Could End Our Freedom of Movement. And again, that's what's going to happen when we go to war with Iran. And I have said this before, all of those really Muslim sleeper cells, I think, just not Iranian, because they're going to be on each other's team. All the Muslims, I think, are going to be united. And when they're, when they're given the green light to go hot, and our government's going to be working with them because that's going to create the order out of chaos that they've been waiting for, you have to understand, when we go to war with Iran, that is most likely going to happen simultaneously. So even if Iran doesn't have the capability to launch a nuke at us, if Russia joins in and China, well, then they do. And even if that doesn't happen, most likely all of these Iranian sleeper cells are going to finally be activated and they have been chomping at the bit for decades to go hot. And they're going to release 
every single thing that they've been playing all the biologics and they don't care if they die because they think if they die let's let's say they go in and they release biologics or whatever in populated areas and they die too it doesn't matter because they believe they're going to be in paradise with their 72 virgins and 14 white-skinned boys I believe it's 14 I don't know. but yeah they, they got to have the pedophilic homosexual aspect in there too because they're so sick but um that's going to most likely happen in conjunction with this so you have to understand as a heads up for everybody bear that in mind the war when we finally declare war on iran that is most likely going to be come to our shores and be in this country within the same day that that's announced because those sleeper cells are going to be given the green light to go hot and things are going to escalate most likely very quickly to bring in the order out of chaos i could be wrong but you know i think that's part of the plan in order to bring about the destruction of america so going further it says um within this report we added a very important update an update that we're going to be emphasizing with the, the within this news story as if it is true it's an absolute game changer back in january 22nd of 2018 courts india published this story entitled for islam and against america what fueled pakistan's nuclear black market within which they hinted that iran's nuclear program may be far beyond what the world believes it to be due to deals it has made on the black market back since the 1990s with nuclear armed pakistan as we have reported as an update within that june 14th story a and p received the email above which i didn't post it because you can click on their main report to see it um that was dated all the way back to june january 17th 1999 which reported a nuclear detonation had been detected in iran by satellites in the hills of northwestern iran while neither the White House nor the Pentagon had any comment on the matter, as a spokesperson for the Department of Enhanced Satellite Technology stated, he said, quote, We are pretty sure this was an intended nuclear explosion, meaning they were testing nukes back in 1999. Iran was. So if they didn't have nuclear weapons, you know, again, we've been lied to. As Dr. Vincent, Peter Vincent Pry had reported on the Hill, back in december of 2018 in the story entitled don't trust the intel when it comes to iran's nuclear program washington officialdom believed iran does not yet have nuclear weapons but that was based on little more than wishful thinking warning that iran probably has had nuclear weapons going back years and likely due to their dealings with pakistan in the 1990s this anp story is not a call to war with iran as some might think but instead a call to restrain from war with iran as they're already probably armed with nuclear weapons thus assuring nuclear war um assuring nuclear war should break out with them so most likely they're they've already got nukes is the whole point of that again trump attacks them okay over this droned down drone i don't see how we're not in full phase war with iran i just don't see it but again i believe we're in that building phase now where they're building a case against them and we don't have enough of our assets pre-positioned as of yet it's not quite the right timing but that could all change i mean you know 
Next report, U.S. to hit Iran with major new sanctions money. So this is more on the, the whole, let's provoke, let's provoke, let's provoke, let's, let's make sure they can't function as an economy. Let's paint them into a corner. And this is all predicated on, on Iran, you know, not stopping its nuclear program when most likely they've had nukes since 1999. And don't tell me we don't know that because we do. But see, this is all the facade of the storyline, of the theater that we're to believe on why this is all happening, why they're putting on sanctions. When most likely they've, like, again, they've had nukes for 20 years. But see, they've got, they've got to, they've got to deceive us and trick us into thinking it's this big you know thing about their nuclear program trump said we're putting major additional sanctions on iran monday that would be tomorrow um or actually by the time this goes up and i'll be posting this the same day these sanctions go trump tweeted president um uh president donald trump said saturday that the united states would impose major new sanctions on iran in two days a move sure to exacerbate tensions with the Islamic Republic inflamed by the downing of a U.S. spy plane. Next report, USA strikes Iranian military computers. Again, this is just, they're provoking them every way they can other than actually firing a missile at them. They want them to be the first one that fires a missile back. They, they want, because then they'll be the good guys. We'll be the good guys. Hey, listen, look at all that we did. We tried to work with them. We did everything. And all they did is fire missiles and, and sink oil tankers and down our drones. And what, what choice did we have? U.S. cyber uh, military cyber forces launched a strike against Iran, Iranian military computer systems on Thursday as President Donald Trump backed away from plans for a more conventional military strike in response to Iran's downing of a U.S. surveillance drone. Two officials told the Associated Press that strikes were conducted within the approval of Trump. Uh, a third official confirmed the broad outline of the strike. All and this, these are the against their military computers. These are what strikes they're in reference to here. All spoke on a condition of anonymity because they were not authorized to speak publicly about the operation. The cyber attacks which is a contingency plane developed over weeks amid escalating tensions, disabled Iranian computer systems. That controlled its rocket and missile launchers, the officials said. Two of the officials said the attacks, which specifically targeted Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps computer system, were provided as options after Iran forces blew up two oil tankers. Early. See, they're just, they're just stating that now as a fact. They blew them up. No, there were two holes in the side of them, and most likely it was a false flag that we were behind. They never did prove any of it, just like they didn't prove the tankers were attacked at the United Arab Emirates port last month were uh, were Iran didn't prove any of that either but see all they're all they're they're looking to do right now is just put throw enough stuff out in the news cycle to get everyone enraged and expect you to believe whatever narrative they're putting out and then they go to the next one and then that builds on your rage that's what they're and they're expecting you to believe hook line and sink or whatever they're telling you these luciferian you know, devils at that Trump has surrounded himself with the warmongers like John Bolton and Pompeo and these these sorts. So this is where we're getting all of this these talking points from. Next report: President Trump's warns of obliteration, like you've never seen before. Trump warned the United States may launch a devastating military attack on Iran unless it comes to the negotiating table and drops its bid to develop nuclear weapons. And again, they probably had them for twenty years at least. I'm not looking for war. And if there is, 
it'll be obliteration like you've never seen before. I mean, this guy, this guy talks, you know, he says one thing and he just does another constantly. He just constantly, he's the most double-minded president I have ever seen. We're going to, we're going to do the raids on, on, you know, on, on all of these, uh, we're going to have these ice raids that are supposed to take place today. No, 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 I'm going to postpone it. We're going to go to war with Iron. I'm going to strike him hard. And then, no, 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 no. And then, granted, I'm glad he's not doing that. But to me, this is all bluster, theater. But again, it's jockeying us into position where we finally do get into that position where we go to war. And, and a lot of this is being done to appease his base. Oh, look at how tough Trump looks. He's talking real tough. And then, you know, he backtracks, you know, days later, typically. We're going to talk about that whole concept later with Trump. Uh, he says, I'm not looking for, and if there is, it'll be obliteration like you've never seen before, but I'm not looking to do that. But you have, you can't have a nuclear weapon. You want to talk good. Otherwise you can have a bad economy for the next three years. So again, they'll just provoke them and provoke them. It's not going to take three years unless God intervenes. He said this during a interview with meet the press airing, I guess today, next report. Iran, uh, in Iran, Tehran, they execute their, their uh, CIA spy. Iran has executed a former Ministry of Defense employee after intelligence officials reportedly caught him spying for the CIA. Remember I had reported that we've got all kind of CIA assets embedded in Iran and that this is scripted, it's going to go down, and I'm pretty sure that that David guy who got, who I played his audio clips, the Jewish guy that was um evidently executed because of what he said about us going to war with iran in october he said that he said they've got all kind of of cia assets embedded in iran and this this war's a foregone conclusion there there's nothing that they can really do to stop it there's too many people we've got embedded over there this is just further proof of that so they caught one of these cia assets his, uh, he was an aerospace contractor. Halil Haljavzari Javazar, was killed at the infamous Rajiv Shahir prison after officials found documents and spying equipment at his home. So that's just... But you're not seeing anywhere of that in our news cycle at all. They're just going to tell you what they want you to hear. This was on Hal Turner. They were able to find this out. And he does have some good good stuff. If you can get by all of his begging for money constantly and um, him cussing at his listeners because they're not giving him enough money, essentially, and calling them morons and idiots and things of this nature. <laughs> I mean, he's got a real unique... I mean, talk about browbeating to get money. And I have seen desperation more and more and more with a lot of different people in alternative media. I mean, you know, I don't really do a lot up on alex jones anymore i mean but i mean you it's just a constant barrage of of money 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 need it now got it and you know listen i felt it big time never ever have i seen a downturn in that regard uh in all my years of ministry and that's with us personally but again i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit there and get to that point where i'm i'm, I'm doing that I, I i just refuse i won't do it and but it's becoming endemic within alternative media. And I understand a lot of people have been, they were relying on YouTube ad revenue for, for this type of stuff. And, and maybe they had sponsors that have dropped them and things of this. And I get it. I totally understand that. I, I, I do. 
and they've got a lot bigger operations than I have. Uh, but it's to the point now where almost everywhere you go on alternative media, you're running into that. And again, this is a plan by the Illuminati to, to choke us and starve us all out of existence. So, you know, it, and that is something that, you know, to pray about, pray, pray for us, pray for our contending for truth.com and, and our, you know, finances and things of this nature, pray for these other ones in alternative media that are putting out truth. And, and that we can keep going as long as we can keep going until the night cometh when no man can work. Because I both, I think that day is fastly approaching at this point. Because when they hit that internet kill switch, when things go hot and they want to control... I just saw this thing today again in Ethiopia. There's a coup going on right now. And the first thing they do is take down the internet. First thing they do when they start to topple a country is they want to control... They did that with New Zealand when all that stuff was going down there. I don't know how bad it is still. It's probably horrible. But that's one of the first things you will see them doing when they're going, when they're finally in that final stages of really taking over the country, is the internet will go dark, and you're only going to get the official um, Big Brother George Orwellian Brave New World narrative of lies and more lies. So, um, bear in mind that's that's most likely coming. Uh, Next report, lawmakers in Iran chant death to America. Okay, so this one says Iranian lawmakers chanted death to America during a parliament session on Sunday after a speaker accused the United States of being the real world terrorist. The real world terrorist. terrorist amid escalating tension with Washington following the downing of an unmanned U.S. drone. Now, in light of all the things that I've reported on the recent weeks about Iran, and all of the ways they're being blamed for all this stuff. You can't blame them for saying this. You can't at all. I'm not saying Iran's good. I mean, they're they're a radical Muslim country. Um, and I'm not going to get on their side from that standpoint, ever. It's just not going to ever happen with me. And um, it's just something we need to look at with biblical balance as well. Because they are being framed regarding all of this. And I, hopefully we've presented enough of a case to prove that. In recent weeks, um, Iran said on Saturday it would respond firmly to any threat against it. America is the real terrorist in the world by spreading chaos in countries, giving advanced weapons to terrorist groups, causing insecurity. Again, this is all true. It's they're trying to bring about the order out of chaos, and and, and still, and still it says come let's negotiate. Meaning they're saying that okay, America's spreading the chaos giving advanced weapons, but it's synagogue of Satan, America, Saudi Arabia, and their allies, um, giving advanced weapons to terrorist group, they're causing insecurity, and then America still says, oh, come, let's negotiate. Because, see, they still got to look like they're the good guy. And that's what Iran is trying to point out, the hypocrisy of what is going on here. But, see, they don't control all the me news media outlets in the world, so their their voice is totally squelched. It's not You're not hearing their voice. The only place you're hearing the Iranians version of what is going on is in Iran because they don't control the narrative. So when you can control the narrative, you're, you can, you know, you can say whatever you want and, act, and portray yourself as the greatest thing since sliced bread. And we're innocent as kittens. Rebecca of Sunnybrook farm, pure as the driven snow, you know, we've done everything. Well, we've just done everything we could do. But these Iranians, they just keep coming at us and coming at us, and they won't quit. They keep blowing up all of our, 
all these oil tankers and shooting down our drones and doing all this stuff and we just don't know what's wrong with these people well again they're building their case america is brookings institute remember that <laughs> what i covered last week um this was said by iranian's parliament deputy speaker at the start of a session broadca- broadcast live on state radio and then they were, they were chanting death to america and you know that's what you're gonna i'm sure they're gonna be posting that all over you know the news cycle because that's just gonna confirm look at these savages and i'm not saying they're not savages okay i'm not saying that but we're doing everything we can do to provoke them at this point now um i received this and i got full permission from my listener to post this i'm keeping him totally anonymous though and this is intel on the coming conflict with iran and he says dr johnson my oldest son is deployed deployed in qatar some people call it cutter but i call it qatar i think that's the the more uh if you look at the word it looks like qatar today just before 12 30 p.m and this was on friday today just before 12 30 p.m he informed me his oldest son who's deployed in qatar he informed me they were on fp con charlie now he sent me the chart what that means from a militaristic standpoint and um and I'm, I'm just going to read you this protect the dod elements personnel resources and interests to help commanders the fp con system is divided into five levels as defined by fp con normal which applies at times as a general threat of terrorist attacks hostile attacks um or other security issues and then there's fp con alpha applies to a non-specific threat of terrorist or terrorist attacks or hostile directed see so this is the this is the status upon which the military there in qatar is on right now this is where they're like you have different defcon levels well this is an fpcon level okay and i don't mean pecans like the kind you eat but uh fpcon and then there's fpcon bravo which applies when an increased or more predictable threat of terrorism or attack or hostile acts exists and is directed against dod elements and personnel and then there's fpcon charlie which is where they're at right now in qatar where his son is stationed now that one says quote fpcon charlie applies when a terrorist or a hostile act incident occurs within the commander's area of interest or intelligence is received indicating a hostile act some form of terrorist action or targeting dod elements personnel or facilities and then there's i believe the the last one we're not quite there yet is fpcon delta applies when a terrorist attack or hostile act attack has occurred or is anticipated against specific installations or operating areas um so the fpcon level is set by each major command and it is applied to their theater of operations <laughs> then he sends me this i just got this before i went to air and again it's like this every week where i just i don't know i just give the lord the credit for all of it but it's like this stuff falls together like a puzzle piece now for me when i when i go to but the thing is is sunday i always have to do a ton more work before i can go to air i didn't get on air today until like 7 30 p.m 
because and i had a lot i had most of my study done but there's always these last minute puzzle pieces falling into place he sends me this and again you're gonna have to look at the pdf to see this for um six um 24 2019 pdf audios all free just click on the pdf this is going to be oh on page probably six <laughs> he said if you feel led you can use this info here's a follow-up to my last email this picture was snapped during a recent meeting it took place within the last 48 hours this meeting that he was taken a picture was taken now remember his son is in deployed in qatar they're an fp con charlie which is i think like the the last one before fp con delta which is the most serious their level of alert this picture was snapped within a recent meeting it took place within the last 48 hours seems like they know it will happen and what it shows is a high some high ranking looks like a two-star assuming general and other guys are there doing a presentation two troops and on the back behind them you're seeing a like a powerpoint okay and i can i can read this it's hard to make out but you can read this off my pdf and it says pentagon unveils new metal for troops who will fight in upcoming war against iran now they're already saying it's a foregone conclusion is the whole point here which is the whole point i've been making and that's why i put this last because we're going off the iranian subject now i wanted to give you an update on this but i wanted to put this last to put a cherry on top of the sunday for these updates on iran and the whole thing about how we are going to war with war with iran it's a foregone conclusion they've known about this since 2001 or whatever right after 10 days after 9 11 and that general wesley clark i believe was told about this and iran was the last domino to fall they're finally here brookings institute all their stuff published way back in 2009 that i got into last week how do we get into war with iran how do we provoke them how do we blame it on them how do we do it in such a way where we have the public sentiment behind us well when you control all the ma mainstream mass media news cycle it's easy well it's not easy but it's easy, a lot easier if the news was balanced and there was actually news that was putting out truth and then there was false news it'd be probably impossible because the truth always exposes lies light always shines on darkness but see we don't have that other than alternative media which is getting more and more squeezed out of its lifeblood out because they're doing everything they can do to take away you know the ways that we can survive and, and actually stay online and in in you know live and fight by taking away the fight our financial resources <laughs> it shows these metals okay they're new metals okay they're new metal for troops who will fight in the upcoming war against iran i would venture to say guys i am the only one on the internet right now that has this slide this just got snapped in the last 48 hours 
you're you're probably not going to see this anyplace else. Maybe in another week this will this will um, be common knowledge. But I think I'm the first one to get this. Praise God. <laughs> it shows the medals. Okay. Then it says, and I'm going to try to read this because it goes into a, it's kind of blurry, but it says the Pentagon unveiled Thursday evening a new medal to honor troops who will serve in the upcoming fight against the Islamic Republic of Iran. The new Operation Iranian Freedom Campaign medal. So they've already named the war that they're going into, you know, Desert Storm, you know, with, was that Iraq or whatever? Well, they've already named this campaign the Iranian Freedom Campaign. This is the, this is the Operation Iranian Freedom Campaign medal. Will be awarded to service members who will deploy uh, to Iran or its airspace or territorial waters. I can't, I don't even, I think God's showing me, I can, getting me to read this because it's so blurry that you may not be able to, but it's, it, it, I think it's barely readable. A, it, go, it says something else and I can't read to quite the bottom, but it says members must spend at least, is it 30, 20 or 30 um something about 20 or 30 um in deployment anyway i can't i can't quite but i was able to read the important part okay <laughs> so this is what we're facing here we're going to war with iran it's a foregone conclusion they've already named the campaign they've already got the new medals fresh off the press Which is one of the main ways that they'll motivate troops to fight. It's, it's through medals. That's been that's a big reason why they've got medals. There's been many quotes about that from military commanders. How men will fight and die for little ribbons and medals and things like that. And granted, I'm not I'm not belittling anybody, and I'm not saying they haven't fought for their country. But there's been quotes by people in the military about that very dynamic for for ages and ages. Um, so I think I'm the first one that's got this. I don't know anybody else is going to have this because this is from a listener and, you know, he gave me full permission to use it. I'm keeping him totally anonymous and, and it's from his son, you know, who's there and deployed in Qatar. So, okay. So we have that. Now let's go, let's shift gears and we're going to bring it back to America in this particular case, Oregon. Our militia in Oregon rising. It is clear Oregon is now a one-party Marxist democratic dictatorship. You see Oregon, Washington, and California being at the very absolute total cutting edge of wickedness and evil going on in this country. I don't know who's, I mean, who's at the head of the pack. And I'm not demonizing everybody in Oregon because there are factions in each of those states from a patriotic Second Amendment those types of factions that are there and they are still representing and they are fighting back. Okay, but overall though, you're seeing some of the darkest, most evil things afoot in that region. Now, um, it says that Marxist democratic dictatorship is in full 
reign there now since the marxist marxist democrats are now fully in control of both the oregon senate and the oregon house the reign of terror is now underway it is clear oregon is now a one-party marxist democrat dictatorship since the marxist democrats now fully control both oregon senate and the oregon house all of the and all of elected office except the rhino republicans um, we have seen we have as a secretary of state we have a as secretary of state the reign of terror is now underway sorry they've written this very poorly our bisexual bigot of a governor has now unleashed the power of the state upon the republican party and you're seeing more and more of this these bisexuals or these openly gay men that are married to other gay men in high political office i mean who, who's whose allegiance you think they're going to be to never ever ever is it to conservative values because conservative values are abhorrent to them you know read romans one you know they they don't like to retain god in their knowledge they're repulsed by god so <clears throat> going further it's nothing less than a marxist reign of terror as such we should have no illusions that the marxist death squads are in the wings our governor is threatening to hunt down arrest or kill any republican who fails to show up this is a republican politician who fails to show up for the vote on climate change because see they've got to they've got to ram that down our throats one of the main ways they'll take away all of our rights is, is the whole climate change lie garbage aspect and see they want to get it going and these states on the west coast are the ones that are the first they're beta testing this on civil war two has now begun in the marxist dictatorship called oregon and there's links here you can click on i'm just giving you a brief synopsis this one is entitled uh, oregon senate canceled after militia threat senate floor sessions were planned for this weekend and i mean that's this weekend that we're in right now of course by the time i post this it'll be monday but saturday session was canceled after militia groups threatened to show up at the capitol in salem state senator elizabeth steiner hayward tweeted friday she tweeted this friday evening and what it was is is that she was saying that um the uh saturday session on the senate floor was canceled after militia groups threatened to show up they threatened to show up that doesn't mean they were threatening to do anything but they just wanted to show up to be represented but she's like oh no we have to shut down everything because these people are going to show up and kill us all because that's how they want to portray the militia oregon state police confirmed to katu which is the news organization there that saturday session was called off the associated press reported a spokeswoman for the senate president peter courtney said state police recommended the capitol be closed saturday for the last two days senate republicans have staged a walkout in protest over the controversial cap and trade bill this is the whole climate change garbage with the carbon taxes i'm sure that democrats say is needed to curb human caused climate change the walkout has denied has denied the senate a quorum in her tweet steiner hayward a democrat attached a text message informing members to stay clear of the capitol after media began reporting on her tweet steiner hayward deleted it but before she did ka2 ka tu news had grabbed a screenshot of it again to bolster this another report um a standoff between republican and democrat oregon state senators escalated on friday after governor kate brown democrat authorized state police 
this is unbelievable she authorized state police to track down republican lawmakers who have stalled a vote on carpet credit legislation by walking out and refusing to vote under the proposed cap and trade bill oregon would put an overall limit on greenhouse gas emissions and auction off pollution allowances for each ton of carbon industries plans plan to emit those opposed to the cap and trade plan say it would exacerbate a growing divide between the liberal urban parts of the state and the rural areas the plan would increase the cost of fuel damaging small business truckers and the logging industry and that's what they want to do they want to just decimate those types of things while Oregon Democrats have a rare 8 to 12 super majority in the House and Senate, they cannot approve the bill without at least two Republicans present. And they're trying to, these Republicans, to their credit, are trying to not give them that. Because they're so opposed to this that they're not going to go along and they're walking out, preventing them from what they have, a, uh, they're called as a quorum. And it's throwing a monkey wrench into their satanic plan so this witch governor kate brown authorized state police to track down these republican lawmakers who have stalled a vote on carpet credit legislation i mean this is nazi germany that we're in uh let's see here um they said that eight 11 GOP members mutually agreed to boycott the vote. Well, good for them. Praise God. God bless them and Godspeed. Now, this just broke like around the same time all this was going on. And it's entitled, The Wait is Almost Over. Is the Wait Almost Over for the West Coast? Unprecedented. Six quakes hit the Cascadia subduction zone off Oregon. The big one is the big one coming. Get ready. Um, since 8.43 Eastern U.S. Standard Time on Saturday, six earthquakes have struck in the dangerous Cascadia subduction zone, or the CSV, off the coast of Oregon, and three of those quakes were higher than a magnitude of five. The big one might be coming soon. This earthquake fault system is considered to be the most dangerous in the world. Now, this is right off the coast, and they're deliberating, they're trying to get do all of this wickedness within the legislature, and that's just the some of the wickedness going on in oregon i mean i could do a probably a 10-part teaching on all the wicked stuff going on in oregon not to say that all the other states are puritanical by any stretch but oregon's really really bad uh <clears throat> this earthquake fault system is considered to be the most dangerous in the world because its location and the type of earthquakes this system can create in relation to its location near heavily populated areas means it can generate devastating earthquakes which could kill tens of thousands and destroy the in entire cities making the system even worse is its location in the ocean a mega thrust earthquake from this system the type of quake that subduction zones typically cause would generate a tsunami wave that could move 600 miles per hour into the west coast that's pretty hard to comprehend obliterating almost everything west of interstate 5 a mega thrust earthquake from the system would generate horrific tsunamis that would not only wipe out much of the u.s and the canadian west coast but would hit every other coastline in the pacific hours later the damage and death toll would be unimaginable i'm going to play this brief clip here that is reiterating this 
from Marfugal News. All right, guys. So I wanted to come to you guys real quick uh, with some. Now, this guy has some really cutting edge stuff. He has a call-in show where people call in and tell. My biggest problem with him is that he's got to start splitting up his audios. So if any of you have a, a inroad to this guy, this Marfugal guy, um, he needs to start splitting up his audios because when you put out a three and a half hour audio and you don't, and I know I'm one to talk, right? Because I'm putting out these big, but see, I'm taking all of the current events and you know exactly what I'm talking about in my audience because you can look at my PDF and see from one point to the next point to the next point, what I'm going to be talking about. I understand. I go off point sometimes and, and or a lot of the time and talk about things, but it's typically relating to that point or something God's convicting me about, about at that moment. You don't know what this guy's really talking about. You can have a, he throws up a three and a half hour audio. You, he has one title and it's like, okay, but yeah, but where are you talking about that in this? He needs to split this up because I believe he's covering a lot of very important things, but the news isn't really getting out because most people don't have the time to sit through a three and a half hour audio to get to the really, really good stuff. Every once in a while, he will do it. Like this video is only 14 minutes long, but most of them are three and a half hours. So anyway, I just want to throw that out. He's talking about this these earthquakes off the coast of Oregon. Breaking news. Uh, so obviously this is a, a few hours ago we had a quake now we have gotten so many messages in different inboxes different uh forms of com communication about this uh earthquake and about people's pets and animals so first i want to tell you what happened uh now this was a uh, earthquake that just happened off of the coast of oregon and the <clears throat> placement of it is really why uh people are actually worried about it uh, it says a series of earthquakes were recorded 200 plus miles off of the Oregon coast, June 22nd, 2019, uh, which is today. It says a series of earthquakes off of the Oregon coast were recorded Saturday by the U.S. Geological Survey uh, with the strongest registering at about 5.4. The alert level is green, meaning there is a low likelihood of casualties or damage. Uh, it says the quakes were recorded at 5.43 a.m., 5.52 a.m., 6 a.m., 6.16 a.m., and 6.37 a.m., and again at 6.40 a.m. So this was a uh, small swarm of these, and they were all uh, not tiny earthquakes. But here's why uh, I wanted to let you guys know. This is, a, this is kind of a watch moment. Today I'm going to cover just two things, and then I am going to be going on to Marfugal TV for an earlier live show because of the amount of crazy news that we have. As many of you know, our entire uh, planet is uh, spinning in different events. Uh, but this is the area. This is right off of off of the um, right where the bend is of the Cascadia subduction zone. So this is something that people need to pay attention to. Uh, even if there's just one... He's showing a map, uh, like an aerial map, looks like a satellite map in the background. He's showing where the quakes are occurring in relation to the coast. And uh, just so you have a better idea, if you want to watch the video. Uh, that is this big, or even <clears throat> 4.0 on this. People pay attention, people listen. Now, the reason why this would be even, you know, you know, earthquakes <clears throat> happen all the time. But the placement, and because it is on the uh, fault or near the fault... 
that is why people are concerned. The Cascadia subduction zone is an earthquake that will literally uh, probably change the layout of the west coast. It will also guaranteed cause a tsunami anywhere from uh, 30 to 90 feet. We actually uh, don't know how tall it will be. They are making runtime and walk time maps for the entire west coast. Different cities along the coastline, especially Oregon, are making these so people know where they're standing, if they feel the earthquake, how fast they'll have to run or walk to high ground because different areas will be hit sooner than others. Uh, you know, different areas, uh, it will go farther in because of the altitude. There's all sorts of factors that go into that. You guys know I've interviewed Chris uh, Goldfinger, who is one of the lead seismologists. He's the one who's done the TED Talk on this subject, uh, basically talking about the fact that FEMA has said that everything west of I-5 would be toast. That is a very serious thing. Now, from my sources and from the folks that I know and my family, this was supposed to happen uh, two or three years ago in their minds. They are preparing. We have covered every event, including huge hovercrafts coming up onto the uh, onto land and dropping off emergency equipment, and they don't even talk about those drills. We're talking about, yes, there was Cascadia Rising, but there are uh, drills that are taking place that they are not telling the public about. In fact, if you look at the interview, which is now aged eight, nine months, that interview, uh, Chris Goldfinger himself said that they did the same kind of thing that we just reported on two weeks ago. So they are actively doing these huge drills, and I'm talking, uh, you know, carriers coming out to the water uh in preparation and uh, practicing for when this thing hits. This is going to change the West Coast. I mean, if you can imagine, they think that this could be a hundred times worse than Hurricane Katrina. So, you know, Hurricane Katrina was one city. This is <clears throat> seven to 800 miles all the way from Canada all the way down to California. So this is a big deal. Um, now, by no means am I saying that anything's going to happen this second, but what really creeps me out and what I wanted to pass on to you guys is how many people said that their animals were acting strange and acting weird. Uh, one woman from uh, Seaside, Oregon, said that her animals were hiding in the closet, which they never go into the closet. Uh, somebody else said that her dog would not come inside for at least nine hours and had to physically pull them by the collar in when it's an inside dog. That is weird. So I just wanted to pass that on. Animals are a very, very good predictor of when you, right before you have a catastrophic event, many times you'll see animals displaying very, because they have, they have other senses that we don't have the way birds behave, uh, the way pets behave, bear that in mind. Okay, uh, regarding events like this, if all of a sudden you start to see your dog or cats or something freaked out over, like, for no reason, no apparent reason, well, they might be trying to tell you something. And God, through them, might be trying to tell you something, is the point I'm trying to make. So, yeah, evidently they're seeing a lot of that. And uh, it's very, very classic before earthquakes. Now, granted, I've been talking about earthquakes in California for a long time and in, you know, these areas. It's so long overdue. Uh, these areas have been so locked and loaded for so long. The seismologists have said that. I mean, Hayward Fault, San Andreas Fault, Cascadia Subduction Zone, you name it. It's just a matter of time. And I, I think it's God's 
in his mercy has been holding this back but i see this as being one of the main things that happen in the near future that will totally um shape the future of this nation it's going to be a major factor and it may all come at once we may have the absolute order out of chaos where you're having biologicals released and and earthquakes and tsunamis and tornadoes and you've got all of the muslim sleeper cells activated with all the ms-13 with all the chinese and russian troops embedded here i mean you name it you think about if you were satan isn't that the way you would do it for maximum shock and awe value for maximum order out of chaos and so um something to think about on animals of course have a perception that is a little bit higher than ours there are multiple reports i mean tons and tons and tons of evidence that uh animals sense these things before we do now the all the animal activity happened after this so i just thought maybe it could have put these animals a little bit off uh you know off ease or, or something like that but i don't know um i also wanted to put into this uh some of the brief intel which we will talk about on the other channel marfugal tv we're going to do a live call-in show over there okay and again uh, those things last like three and a half hours and i i don't ever have time to sit there and ferret everything out and you know but he's got some very cutting edge information it's all call-in and it's and really it's grassroots is what i like about it because it's grassroots i mean he's got like the whole you know the marfugal family and the marfugal name he's got he incorporates the marfugal thing into everything you know and and yeah it's funny i i always say stay strong and fugal on you know that's kind of my little fugalism that that he he uh, he operates through what they call the process of fugalism where everything is talked about in the a fugal way because of the whole marfugal thing so anyway i don't know he's he's funny that way but um yeah, they've got their own little nation of people, and it's their calling. And, and there is some very, very kind of I mean, truckers calling in that are on the road and things of this nature. And, and I really believe that the way the mainstream media is um, controlled and things of this nature, these types of things, and I don't mean one person calling in, but when you have multiple people from different parts of, or maybe even the same part of the country saying the same thing, or different parts of the country saying the same thing, and you can build a narrative and a picture i think a lot of times we can get more accurate information that way uh surely more accurate information than what we would ever get from the mainstream media so um i've got a rather lengthy audio to play next so i'm, I'm gonna go ahead and end part one here and we will go to part two next god bless you and we will see you in part two Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, number 321.
Hickory NC 28602 or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.